Go. Say There you go. We all got secrets. That's how we're beginning the show this week. <laughs> I'm Steve. We got Mike. We got Dan. Boner. What's up? He was a classic yeah. character from, uh, what was it, Growing Pains? Well, oh, the the, 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 the character Boner. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, it was a dude on Growing Pains. It was like the, the kid Mike's uh, best friend. Yeah. Was that his name, Mike? Mike Seaver? Oh, no, Mike. I No, Mike. Yeah. Oh wait, Mike was the kid. Who was the? Uh, wasn't the father Mike too? Didn't they have like a dual Mike thing? Um, I just know that's Alan Thick and realize father of Robin Thick. Yes, correct. And that's Kirk Cameron, who uh, would not say boner right now because he's a born again Christian and he doesn't yeah. say such words. He really enjoys Jesus. Really, he does a lot. So uh, it's be- that will lead into one of our topics later, which we'll uh, reveal. But uh, boys, post Father's Day. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's first say, uh, since primarily, like, this is a podcast that, like, fathers listen to, yes. happy Father's Day to all of our, our fathers who listen out there. Yes. All you daddies. Yeah. Uh, I know that I had a great Father's Day. How about you, fellas? Fantastic. It was good. Okay. What'd you do? Anything fun? Steve, you went on an adventure. I did. I went to South Philly and actually ate at a restaurant. What, what what restaurant is it? Was it? It was. I decided to go with Ralph's. Okay. Ever been Ralph's uh, Italian? I've never been. I've heard of, but never been. He, uh, Mike only but, eats the places his friends own. Exactly. Correct. He doesn't Correct. know anyone who would own Ralph's. I'm not it's, friends with Ralph yet. No, he's working on it though. He's he's trying. <laughs> but Ralph Ralph won't return his calls. Uh, but uh, so one way friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so if any of you know the history, Ralph's is the oldest Italian restaurant that's still currently in operation in America. Uh, it was established in 1900, so 120 years old. Uh, it's a place that my mom used to take me when I was a kid. So I felt like I was kind of passing on a tradition to my boy because this was his first trip to Ralph's. And it's one of those places where, you know, famous people ate. So, you know, Sinatra ate there. That's good enough for me. If Sinatra ate there, I pretty much want to eat there. I don't know if you, that, you know, when it comes to Italian, I figure that's got to be. I mean, Sinatra's a cool dude. Like, just like, uh, he's a cool dude, right? Like, oh, God, yes. He only does cool stuff, so. There you go. So if Sinatra ate there, I'm in. There you go. Uh, Is Sinatra still cool, though? Yes. Well, he's dead, ain't he? Okay, like to yeah. our age bracket, I feel like we're probably like the hanging on to like the last shred of coolness associated uh, with Sinatra. We might be that in Elvis. Uh, I don't think uh, the younger crowd is getting into those as much. Maybe general population wise. I mean, in the Italian American community, Sinatra is still God. Of course. And I, I, I suspect that will remain intact. Yes. But if, if you're talking about the uh, the kids today with their rock and roll music and their you know pants hanging around their asses and all that stuff and the kids that are going to ruin the world, all that good stuff that all the old people say, uh, they probably don't care much about Sinatra. I, dude, I'll tell you what though, um, like I, at least my kids, like they did have music class in school and they do listen to some. Like Michael came home on this Louis Armstrong kick at one point. Um, recently oh, we listened nice. to some, some Harry Connick Jr. Oh. So. So don't sell the, sell the kids too short, man. I think that uh, I think with the like 
with the push to get art to music back in schools, I think they are getting exposed to different types of music more than maybe we did when we were in school and we just like went and rang some bell or something. They called that music class. <laughs> I was just being an old fogey for old fogey's sake. I'm, I'm glad. I'm actually really glad to hear that. Yeah, and I'm just being an antagonist like I always am. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you mentioned the whole music class thing because I do, I do remember that. I didn't know, you know... I, it, weird thing is, you know, we used to sing songs and music, but they were always the same songs every week. Right, and, and it was weird, weird stuff. Although our teacher threw in some, uh, a couple of classic Beatles songs. Like one of our weekly songs was "Octopus's Garden" that we sang like all the time. Okay. Yeah, and I had no idea it was a Beatles song until much later in life. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it just, it just felt like a, a kid's song that we sang in elementary school, which, you know, the actual song is pretty much written that way. I went to Catholic school, so for the re- we just did Catholic songs all the time. Oh. So for the rest of my life, I just walk around going, "Blessed be the Lord, my rock, my refuge, <laughs> my yeah. and I, there you go. I have no frame of reference on that whatsoever. Yeah, yeah. You had none because we were doing years of Catholic school, man. Sixteen years. Yes, yeah, so we were doing. I'd like to be under the sea. <laughs> so different. I got, got half a year of Catholic school. Does that count? So you're like, like half Catholic. I don't even know what. No, what, what's it one? It was literally like you're one literally like Catholic? half of my first grade year of school. And then the school burnt down. That's <laughs> no. They told my mom I should take my talent somewhere else. <laughs> take, take this isn't a good ta- for Daniel. <laughs> Jesus wasn't ready for me. Like like LeBron, take your talents to South Beach. Or in this yeah. case, South South Kensington, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, I got to say, Sammy was looking fly in the Yes. Jet. Yes. Oh, I agree. Yeah, we, uh, we, 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 that was by design. Yeah. And that, that was, you know, we eat an Italian restaurant, and that's a hat that came over from Ireland. So, you know, well, I think I still think. You know, Jeff Cap, he looked, he looked, uh, as the kids probably don't say, FTD. Oh. Do you know what that means, Steve? I, I I'm I'm too old to know what anything means anymore. Crash to death. Oh, crash to death. I'm still on twenty three skidoo. You know, I'm still trying to hold on to that one. I don't even know what that is. Go Google it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, we did. We did do the Jeff Cap thing. It does. It does kind of fit the South Philly look. I think it was. It was definitely worth it. So. And then speaking of who South Philly, picks the, who picks the clothes, Steve? You or her? Oh, her. For both of you, or just for him? Oh no, for no, I pick my own. She picks his. <laughs> it's too late, Steve. No I going know. back. That would, look, you can't recover now. I am. I am a very modern man in this regard. I shop for myself all the time. I pick out every single one of my own clothes, which you know probably explains a few of the shirts I wear. But I, I will go into Macy's and get my own clothes. I, I legit wear like fifteen-year-old pieces of clothing. I just don't care. I, I somewhere in this move is the shirt I got engaged in and I've been married 13 years. Sweet. Wow. <laughs> That's solid. Is it a Z is it like a Z Cavarici or anything? I mean that would be yeah, sweet. It's just like some generic flannel long sleeve. You got Zuba's pants going? I should. They went out of business and they're worth money. They went out of business again. Oh, they did. I, I yeah. didn't realize they were still in. Yeah, Gronk, I think Gronk was wearing them for a little bit. Gronk and Bill fans. <laughs> yeah, Bill's Mafia. Yeah, they love themselves some Zubas. Oh, yeah. Big time. 
So yeah, Father, how how did you do, Pittman? Uh, I did pretty good. I got the uh, classic greatest farter shirt. <laughs> yeah, is that new this year, or has that been around? I just never saw it before. Probably that one. Okay, because like my brother-in-law got it too, and I, so when I saw a couple people I knew had it, I, I didn't know if that was new or if just I'm getting that old where I like those kind of jokes not entering my realm. My guess is you're just probably not in the greatest sparter club. Yeah, I mean, I would argue. <laughs> I'll have you know. I don't want to. I don't want to toot my own horn, but That's... but. <laughs> Oh, come man. on, come on, keep going. I'm gonna see how far that goes. <laughs> Jeez, that's not the right one to take us down that road, Steve. Oh, that, that's a, we could derail on that for a while. So, so uh, whose friend's restaurant did you eat at, Mike? Let's uh, or did you? No, no, no. We um, so so we just it was it was a great day because we we you know hung hung at home with the kids, um, and then we went over to my dad's house and and uh, what. My one brother and his family and my sister and her family were there um, okay. barbecuing, and they just spent the whole time just making fun of me. Yes, and, and that'll lead to the next topic. Yeah, I heard yeah. about this. You yeah. you were telling us about this. So you're just pretty much getting roasted by your entire family because of yeah, this I mean, podcast like, now. I, I'm probably the one who maybe like goes out of limb the most with what they say on this podcast and has probably shared the most of their story so far. It's- so then I just get on my family and they just roast me for everything I say. And like, it's one giant fact check session and, and then half the time they're fact checking me. They're not even right. But I, you know, it's like 12 on one. So I can't defend myself. You're outnumbered. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. All right. So, so give me an example. What are they well, fact checking this week? So one of the things I've been getting hit pretty hard for was the last time we barbecued as a family. And I mentioned like all the desserts, I missed one and I missed it because, um, like I'm actually like a gentleman, uh, which is rare. You can say it sucks, my... bro. You can say no, it. no. But like when dessert comes out, I just kind of let everybody else go first, and then I just get whatever's left because I'll dessert wise, I ain't that picky. So apparently there was brownies, but they were gone by the time I got up there. So when I didn't mention my sister in law's brownies on the podcast, then I'm like, what? What do you got against my sister in law? Why didn't you mention her brownies? Right. <laughs> but then this time they brought the brownies out and like dropped them in front of me. Right. But then guess what kind of brownies they are. Uh, they're, they're, they're probably blondies, right? Ash. Chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. So, like, I, I mean, I eat one and it was like, it was good. Don't wrong. But I just, like I've said before, I don't love chocolate. So, then right away, as I'm eating it, Christian's like, well, Mike doesn't like that. It's chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> so, it was just like, nice. you know, ah. one after another. So you got hit, outed. Hit with haymakers all over the place. There so. you go. There you go. You know, know, I. I is this what celebrity is like? <laughs> a little bit. Sure. Did you have to pay for the brownie or no? Uh, only in mental abuse. Oh, well, then you're a celebrity. That's it. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you to Mike's now, family for here, killing him. Here's the important question. Mm-hmm. Did now you get corner piece? Oh, oh well, well, it's funny you say that because uh, Nicole texted me like a week ago and said we should debate corner versus middle. But I felt like we kind of discussed no that debate. already. I'm on team middle all day, every day. Bro. <laughs> and you're still trying to figure out why you're getting roasted. <laughs> Dude, there's a gooey middle. Forget about it. I I kind of lean middle. I, hey. I kind of lean, mi- lean middle myself here. Actually, he said. 
Hey. Y'all are terrible. You ever see them? They have them trays that are custom for brownies, so every piece is a corner piece. Uh, I'm good. I'll take the Am middle. I alone there? Well, it, 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 I think it, it depends on how well the brownies are made if the corner piece is worth it. Because like some of the brownies I get, the corner pieces are the ones I want to avoid. Yeah, it's like a rock. Yeah. I, I there's only one rock in my life. You're my eating hundred and twenty year old meatballs, bro. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> they they were good. I so you said sometimes you like the corner. Are do you like a corner when it's like a thick brownie? Is that what you like the corner on? You're asking me? me? Steve, no, you just like a corner regardless. You you spent your life on a corner and you yeah. enjoy corner brownie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I got to say, I got to say, I just, I just haven't, I, I, I haven't thought about it to that level. I have well, zero answer for this question. I mean, this is a thought provoking podcast, Steve. We really sure. have deep dive here. I got to be prepared for such things. On food and uh, COVID, we deep dive. <laughs> And COVID's gone away, so now we got to get harder into food. <laughs> Has COVID really gone away? Come on. Oh, let's not go down that road, please. <laughs> and, yeah, I know. You're scared. You're scared. I get it. You're scared of facts. <laughs> I, am the fa- I am the law. <laughs> I'm, you know what? I've been coughing a little bit more openly in public. I will say that. Oh, yeah? Letting it fly, huh? No F's given, bro. There yeah. you go. Do well, this will we we could train we we can go into a semi-COVID uh, topic here, but it's really life has definitely opened up more, and it is opening up more. News today, well, news this week is that Pennsylvania will finally be green. Most of it, I think, Philly's still teetering, but we will be green this Friday. Oh yeah, and we will finally get to go inside restaurants. We'll finally get to live a little bit of life here. And we and I got the best news Friday night. Okay. So Friday night, um, two of our friends came over, um, a couple, and the guy is uh, Michael's travel baseball coach. Uh-huh. And he came over and told Michael that uh, practice starts next week. Rumors yeah. of a possible, because we go green Friday morning at midnight, Thursday into Friday. He's exploring the possibility of a midnight madness practice. Wow. Which would be awesome, nice. right? Right, that I don't would. know. Nice. He's got to see if he can get enough kids because they are still like eleven, and midnight's kind of late. <laughs> um, but regardless, practice starts next week. It's and pandemic first rules, bro. Yeah, yeah how did you know I wanted to board? I already told my boss I might be off on Friday. Um, but then first game is July fifth. So that, that, and and that 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 brings up an interesting pandemic rules still apply, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, right there, so it's still real. I'm so, so because the coach feels bad for the kids, he's trying to make it a little fun, right? Yeah, I I love that idea. I think so. He's gonna have some walk up music. Oh, so he so he asked Michael, and Michael did some soul searching, and Michael has determined his walk up music. And that is, um, have you seen the TikTok with those dancing funeral at the pallbearers from? Oh yeah. Oh, he's, oh yes. he's coming out to that song. Beautiful. <laughs> I was like, Michael, you got to get your teammates to carry you out to the to the. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that, this, that would be phenomenal, dude. That, right? That kid's I living can't the best because I think the COVID rules speak to like they're not allowed to be in a dugout. They got to be like spaced out along the fence, kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But 
whenever they're allowed to touch one another, they gotta at least carry his bat out, right? Well, they can, well put him in like a bed sheet or something. He can just yeah. he can just why doesn't he just hold the bat on his shoulder and do the walk? Because the other thing I said to him, I'm like, Michael, not only is it a hilarious walk-up music, right? But you're playing against 11 and 12-year-olds. When the shortstop hears that song, he's not thinking about baseball anymore, right? Now he's all distracted thinking about the TikToks he's seen with it. And now he's going to boot a ball and Michael's going to turn an, uh, you know, a ground out into a triple. Yeah, you definitely have to, to shoot the ball up the uh, left side of the infield at mm-hmm, that point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're going to get a nicer hole. Yeah. But we were, we were Michael. Come on, that's what she said. (laughs) (laughs) Michael was so excited, though, especially once Dan said game. So now, soccer balls in your court. Let's go. Yes. Well, and and this does warm my heart. And, you know, hearing that Jersey, New Jersey is now going to be opening up the amusement parks in a couple of weeks. Okay. Finally, I get to take my boy on the rides at Ocean City like I've been promising him now that I've lost all this weight to actually get on the rides with him. Yeah. And you just I, bring hand sanitizer. When you get off the ride, you just wipe your hands down. You're good, right? I'm totally doing that. I'll have it in my pocket. Yeah, I'll, yeah, do, yeah. All, I'll do all the precautions. but You can do this stuff and be smart. Totally. Yes, I agree. And uh, I'm definitely going so Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Me? For generations... The scum of the earth have been scouring to parks, <laughs> leaving germs and all kinds of other contaminants all over these machines. I agree. I agree. And all of a sudden, now it's an issue. Yeah. yeah anyone who's been anyone who's been on to um, what was it, Maury's Pier, has at least three yeah. STDs. Yeah. hundred percent, oh, bro. If you've driven on a tram car, you're probably immune to COVID. That's yeah. it. I agree. That's- and that is probably one that I will not get on the tram car now. No, that that that's like you know, not unless they have a socially distanced tram car, they're probably blocking off each other. So, so here's my, they have, my. It's up and running. It is up and running, and they have windows in between each section or whatever. All right, Here, oh, there here's, you go. Here's my ridiculous thing of the week. I've never been on a tram car. <sighs> I just what? Why? Why? <laughs> why? Why? Uh, we didn't go to go on vacation as much as kids. So don't blame your father. <laughs> yeah, I'm, blaming, no, I'm blaming mom for that one. My dad's a good dude. I'm blaming hat, mom for that we'll, one. We'll give him the hats. The tram car's on you, bro. You're an that's adult. A, were you? Well, that's the thing. Like now, I'm an adult. Why? How am I gonna? I can. I can walk. You see, right? the, that but totally you drive to the beach, don't you? Which way to the beach? Oh, you know which way to the beach. <laughs> Listen, brother. <laughs> Steve did not oh, see that one coming God. at all. Not even. I was praying when you do that joke. <laughs> I'm going to need to sit down for just to kind of just, just talk amongst yourselves. Steve, just teach it to Sammy, right? And have Sammy do it all every time. Because if he does it, it's like, oh, look, that kid's cute doing that, right? Yeah. You do it, you're an a-hole. Of course. Right. I so totally get it. it to Sammy and then just laugh every time he does it. <laughs> but I, I want to go back to the whole, I'm an adult, I can walk. Wrong answer. You can't walk? No, if the tram car is there, you get on the tram car, period, just because it's the tram car. No, you heckle the people who are riding past on the tram car. If you get on, you no. can't heckle them. Yeah, you what know, is... you get on the tram car, and you people watch the people that are not on the tram car. See, the Pittman knows. He's living the best life here. 
Of course. Lazy life. Lazy life. That's why I'm the model. That's why I'm the model fitness on this podcast. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. So next thing you're going to tell me, like you've been to Wildwood and you haven't like had saltwater taffy or something, or I mean, I've had saltwater taffy, team chocolate all day, every day. Chocolate saltwater taffy. Interesting. Bro, that's not even the right answer. Down after that's not even the right answer. On your side about the family roast, but I am totally team Hoke and not the one that's on this. Well, what saltwater taffy are you going? Well, it's got to be chocolate. Any other fruit-based orange? Jesus. Lime. I mean, just any fruit-based chocolate is lime pie. You think he's having a lime uh, saltwater taffy? Well, no, I, I've had key lime pie, maybe not in an Italian restaurant, but I've had. No, I said Pittman's never had it. Oh, Pittman's never had, but he's had he's had lime things like Sprite. Well, this is sort of lemon lime, but you know the green saltwater taffy. You probably have had that. How you know it's not green apple? Uh, the sour apple. That's probably one. That's different than lime, Steve. Well, <laughs> you know we're we're just spitballing here. This is where we're apple? We're riffing here, Pittman. We're riffing. You, come on, I'm trying to lead the band here. I'm trying to like take us to other territories, like Miles Davis. Actually, if I'm go being honest, I like the saltwater taffies, the uh, the peppermint ones. Huh? I see. I don't like the. I can't. I don't mess with peppermint like that. See, I'm I'm, I'm a peppermint guy. Okay, that's fine. It's not my thing, but I mean, I can go there. I would Where probably take on black licorice. Not even no. Not in anything. Black. How about licorice? you, man? I'm a fan of black licorice. Wow, you're the one. So you drink like now, Sambuca then? Me. Don't get it twisted. All licorice matters, but I do like black licorice. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. So, <laughs> so that means if you and get... I will drink Sambuca. I've I've slammed a couple fireballs in my day. My wife loves Sambuca. So if you if you uh, get the uh, it's it the good and plenty that are licorice candies yeah I, yeah, yeah I, don't think they're good. I don't think they're any so good. so when you got the good and plenties in your Halloween bag you didn't get mad not at all oh that's like one of those candies where you get mad what candy what makes the... you mad on Halloween oh well we can me uh... anyone go ahead candy corn right number candy one cor- oh yeah smarties I like candy corn wow. He likes weird candy. Yeah, I mean, you're you ripping me. Suck. You're eating candy corn. You damn car, bro. <laughs> <laughs> if you eat so much damn candy corn, you wouldn't need to ride the tram car. There's rules to this shit. I'm flying by you walking down the boardwalk while I'm eating candy corn and friggin' peppermint saltwater taffy. Tell, tell the truth. You get you pull your hand up and down to get the conductor to, to honk his horn like a truck, don't you? Oh, 100%. I still do it. <laughs> You got to do that. <laughs> I still do it to tractor trailers, too. Oh, who doesn't? Yeah, I'll do the tractor trailers, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And and the tractor trailer, and we know the tractor trailer drivers love it when the kids do it. I mean, come on, how can oh, they do it up? That's Can't why I do it, because they when they see a 39-year-old fat human being like myself doing it, they just look at me with utter disgust. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, I, I hope... That you're doing? Are you doing it with the kids in the car? I'll do. I mean, with or without. Oh, okay. See, if you had the kids in the car, you could get away with the whole. You know, I'm trying to get it for the kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, you're doing I, it on I, your I own. I long for the days where it's appropriate to have my kids like yell at the car people. Like, that's coming soon. You know what's a good one? My kids hate that I do this, but normally, like, we'll be driving down like highways or whatever. Not like busy highways, but storefronts on the sides and whatnot. I'll holler out at people, Mom, <laughs> Dad. <laughs> the kids hate it. See, I'm I'm a I'm a big honking wave, right? Because then that person sitting there the whole time, like, who was that? How do I yeah. know? Like they spend like five minutes wondering. So I, I do, especially my one buddy's in the car at me. I always you just give the, the the torn two light taps and a wave because that's like a oh that person knows me, and then they're just spending the rest of the walk like, who do I know who drives a red Mazda? You know, you all just want to watch the world burn. Is that it? You just want to watch the world burn, don't Whoa. you? Not nice the whole world. Just like maybe I want to be able to start at one the, end of the boardwalk, ride the tram to the other, and watch the world burn down on the way. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on which weekend you go to Wildwood, it could happen. Yeah. It's so, possible. All right. Moving on. Uh, so I, we'll talk a little bit about food here because I did, uh, for sake of the podcast, I had to settle our debate. Steve, Steve left the bubble. Yes. Are wise chips truly bodega chips? So I went and found the bodega. Now, what was the location of this bodega? The location of the bodega was southwest Philadelphia around 62nd and Woodland. Okay. Yes. So, and it, you know, I sent you the pictures. I think we would agree. Authentic bodega. Uh, so one thing I've learned through my COVID data analysis. What are you, you, you giving me the hand? What's the the, the, you, the mix and mix hand? You're set. Come on. One All doesn't right. prove anything. One can be an anomaly. All right. So you need to go to more. You need to start a bodega to world tour. Okay. You may have a point. This was a one bodega sample. Yeah. Because if I trust like the COVID data in Philly, every Sunday they have zero cases. Literally. Okay. Because they don't how many, on Sundays. How many bodegas do you think I need to hit? Um, I would at want least three. At, at least three, three in different like neighborhoods. Okay. So like, you've done Southwest. Okay. So now you could do like West or North or or or. I guess Grace is Grace Ferry Southwest. I guess Grace Ferry is Southwest. But I need to. I maybe need to hit a bodega that's like in the neighborhoods, you know, like a Kensington bodega. That would be something. fine. Yeah, you need to hit a Badlands bodega. Yeah, I need Pittman to give me a recommendation. Is what I need. Yeah. He must. Yeah, I don't know if you want to go to the bodegas I'd go to, but you need to go to one <laughs> maybe on the outskirts of one of the places that I'd go to. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right right enough, but I don't know if you're ready to run yet, Steve. Well, <laughs> as, as much as we mock you, I was in, when you sent the pictures of you. I was impressed, Steve. It's well, you know, that, was, for that sure. was commitment. That was absolute commitment to the cause. Yes. And the, the reason why I picked Southwest Philadelphia is really it's close to me. I can get to Southwest Philadelphia easily from my home and, and back in like 10, 15 minutes. So but, you know, in order to go to Kensington, I'm probably going to have to commit to a separate weekend trip or something. Well, you know, what's not too far from Kensington is Cedar Point. Okay. You could do a bodega and we can meet for some wings. I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. And I'm going to end of this stick. In your case, meet for a wing. Oh, I can handle at least four. <laughs> Thank you. That's what she said. Yay. So anyway, we did determine with this bodega trip, there were the wise chips. 
dead center right next to the wrap snacks. They were there. Actually, what was funny was I went back. Go ahead, Hitman. Go ahead. I say I went back and listened to our discussion about it. And I think you said they'd be located directly next to the Uts. And in your picture, they were literally (laughs) right next. Uts Uts was right there. It was wraps. that. <laughs> left, left to right. Rap snacks. Wise uts. And they Thank had you. her. They had hers, but they had them in a separate display. Always. Yeah. They weren't mingling with the uh, with with the chip rack. They were kind of in their own world. Now my guess, and I'll have to revert back to this picture for sure. My guess is Wise was the most in stock chip. Because no one buys that shit at the bodega. It's possible. You know, Wise was pretty, and it was it was a lot of uh, sour cream and onion, Wise. Like, they were dead center, well-stocked with that. They didn't have any regular Wise. I did notice that. It seemed now, like... Steve? Yes? Obviously, you went there to venture out of your comfort zone. Yes. What did you think about Rap Snacks, Steve? All right, let's get into this, because I did uh, go for the wrap snacks. Which rapper did you go with? I went with Cardi B, the Cheddar Barbecue. And I got to tell you, man, bangers. Straight fire. Did you hear his volume go up when he said that? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Those are some goddamn good chips, man. Those, 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 they are. They were really good. Like this, they were beyond other chips that I've had. I, and I, I, too. I took I took a bite of those, and I'm noticing like a distinct barbecue kick flavor to them. It just danced on the tongue, and I I downed that bag like it was nothing. What's your favorite Cardi B song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I know them, but I don't know them. I don't really know them. The correct answer would have been the coronavirus thing she did. Hey, I'm I'm more of a <laughs> Nicki Minaj. I'm more that's of a, phenomenal, isn't it? I'm, it's the best. I'm more of a Nicki Minaj fan, actually. Truth. See now, I'm I'm. You guys are just all about going against the grain with me today because I won't even put Nicki Minaj on the radio in my car. I can't stand yeah, her. Because you you are so focused on the before and after of Nicki Minaj. Well, not even just that. If I'm being honest with you, and I hate to sound like an old man here, but bro, I got three daughters and one on the way, and I can't. I, I just I cannot stand what she's about, what she puts out there. Like I can't back that as a father of four kids. Like I mean, Cardi B ain't better, right? No, they're all trash. Yeah, it's all little Kim's fault. I'm not, a, but. You know what, though? At least what I respect about Cardi B is that she's honest enough to just tell you flat out, yeah, I'm a stripper. Now I'm making real money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't leave anything to the imagination. Nicki Minaj is kind of like, she's a fraud. See, I, I like Cardi B's social media because she's so dumb and she just doesn't care. She's willing to speak oh, it's on great. Any, any current events, <clears throat> sound like complete ass and does not care. I, I respect that about her. See, I will admit to one thing here. I mean, I I was a DJ for a long time, but the past six, eight months, I just haven't paid any attention to music, to to modern music. Like I was, I was, you know, I I, I was paying attention to it up until about 2019, and then I just stopped caring. Someone says to you, "Play me some hot current rap, Steve. What are you playing?" No clue right now. Hot I well, stepper. 
I, you know, there you go. I, I need Kamozi. Nice. Look, I go back to the days when I'm I'm throwing down Mark Morris and Return of the Mac. And you know, you know what I'm saying to the kids? I'm saying, you know what? Learn something, because this is how it's done. And they're like, Dad, that DJ's lecturing us again. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm I'm ripping out the Run DMC. I'm getting it going. That's well, what I'm doing. Universal, right? I think all kids like Run, even kids today like Run DMC. But well, I, yeah, when when I go, when I you get, might like, lose them on Mark Morrison. Oh, well, there, he was a one-hit wonder, but it was it, that was a banger. What he threw down, you got to admit good. that it was a good song. I mean, that was it's still a dance floor filler for the types of parties I DJ, at least. Yeah. Now, Steve, you've DJed a lot of different stuff. Yes. What is, in your experience, what is one of the top requested hip hop songs? One of the top requested hip hop songs. Yeah, I got to think about that a little bit. Uh, probably there is a set that I keep. It's, it's, it's like 90s hip hop. It would definitely be something like Humpty Dance or Jump uh, Around. Jump Around's a big one. Yeah, maybe Jump Around. Jump Around. I'm gonna go with that because every slam. time, every time, I don't usually play Slam. Not, uh, but it's Jump you, Around. You just got introduced to Bodegas. You're gonna start playing <laughs> it now. Yeah. Drive around, listen to Slam, eating Cardi B chips. Oh, I would do it. I'd be <laughs> love the song. I just haven't thrown it down there, but. Jump Around is an absolute cross-generational dance floor filler. Well, and, and then, it, tar- yeah, an it targets two very important uh, audiences at, at a party. It targets the kids, mm-hmm. and it targets the insanely drunk, right? Yes. Both yes. groups love to jump. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, no question. But I don't know. Does that, I mean, does that go into the, I mean, it is hip-hop, but does that really... Is, is that when you asked me that question, was that what you had in mind, Pittman? You better watch Everlast. I mean, that's fair you. game. I didn't, uh, yeah, I didn't uh, expect you to say like NWA, express yourself, but I was, I was curious to see where you were going to go. I mean, I did, you know, I'm thinking like th- there's a set of uh, like I can go Tone Loke Wild Thing into Humpty Dance into Bust a Move by Young MC. That's kind of my mid 90s set. When I need three in a yes, row, yes. I'll go that route. I guess when you, I guess when you had said modern music, I expected like this century. That's probably my uh-huh. mistake. Well, it's okay. The Yankees is actually right in this case. That is last century. But would you consider Bruno Mars hip hop? No, it's pop. Okay, because you know Uptown Funk was a was the the big banger for the longest time. Yeah. Did anyone ever request David Banner uh, play? Uh, I think once, and I may have pulled it Steve, off of Steve. I, there's no way when you're done this podcast, zero chance. Go look oh at the God. lyrics to that song. I, you know, it may it probably was that. Uh, I'm just thinking back now. Yeah, okay, maybe it, you're wrong. Hands down, unless you DJed at a bodega, there's zero <laughs> chance that song was requested. It's 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 the single dirtiest song ever. It's worse than anything Two Live Crew ever put out. Okay, I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah. I'm totally thinking of something else. You totally tricked me. On next week's <laughs> pod, can we have Steve read the lyrics to David Banner play? Oh, oh my God. You I know, tell you what, Steve, next time you host Bingo for Glenn Alden or whatever it is that you do, <laughs> drop that. <for> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. You know, 
There is at least a 20% chance that I played it at our friend Fowerback's wedding because he wanted some raunchy stuff. I'm telling you. If I ever get remarried, you can play it at my wedding, Steve. All right. There you go. And, and what is there? 50-50 chance of that happening after this pod's done? What do you there's think? No chance I get remarried if this Oh, no chance out. you get no chance. Maybe 50-50 that you actually get divorced, but not remarried. All right, probably 75 25 I get divorced, but gotcha. I say a lot of dumb things. That's $29. <laughs> 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 oh man so i mean uh let's see where do i want to go now i know oh, what we want to talk about what do you want to talk about i want to talk about apple and samsung getting yeah. up in my business okay going for it you really think that was a big deal yeah okay spew let's go people were furious speaking of music People were furious when Apple put a free U2's album on our phones. And by the way, is well, anyone heard too? So that's part of the reason. Did yeah, anyone it, actually hear that album? I haven't heard one song. Hands down, it's their worst album. You know why you hear it? Because if you didn't deinstall it, anytime your phone connected to your car, the song, the first song on the album started with an A or a number. Oh, terrible. So it, always played whenever your phone connected before until you could switch they definitely did that on purpose oh absolutely it's genius on their part mm, and yeah like listen you two in the 80s they they were they put out some some mega hits right I, i'm a fan at their, least of that era yeah album it mu- is one of the five worst albums i've ever heard of anything not just you two anything and by the way, this would be a uh, a good question. When you do connect to your car, what is your first A song that comes up on your iPhone? Now? Yeah, because I well, actually well, have one. Well, we'll keep talking and I'll look up for you and tell you. Okay. For me, it's Adam Raised the Cane by Bruce Springsteen. So mine is Aha, Take On Me. Oh, get to the. <laughs> That's a phenomenal music video, by the way. Oh, it is, one of the best, it? Of all, best of all time. I have to check. I don't think I can check mine. And it's the outro I for can't. for the for the only other podcast besides ours that I listen to. Mm. to uh, they got the rights. Yeah, dude. I mean, they're it's. I mean, they're they're just a hair below Rogan. They're super big time. Ah, it's, I gotcha. it's Barstool's number one pod. Oh, okay. It's Barstool. It's right. yeah. If they've never gone to a bodega to test chips, they ain't got my respect. I mean, we could lay down the challenge. I I, I see if they do it, it's man. Out there. That's it. We so iPhone prices to a rat <laughs> snack eating competition. Let's do it. So okay, iPhone the, the privacy thing with the iPhone. So for those that don't know, that the story is that iPhone and Android snuck a device or snuck something on your phone, which is a COVID tracking device. Now, to be fair, I don't know if this is fair or not. It's technically not active. It's off, and the only way you can activate it is if you download an app. So it's not like they snuck it on and had it start working, but they did sneak it on there. And, and what's I heard, the next- I heard it's only off. I heard it's only off until they activate the chips inside all of us. Uh, yeah. The, the chips I, I, that the aliens planted from. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Those ones. And that's gotcha. when the robot pigeons take over, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, it's not about, it's not about, the app itself right it's about okay. they can just push something like that to our phones without mm-hmm. like like a, a push notification saying your phone can now be tracked if you have COVID. you know what i mean right. like 
it's that it's that that's what gets me going about it it's you know i mean like it's a hipaa violation isn't it right well no i don't know about that no it's not a hipaa violation unless it's your doctor no no if it's if it's going to start pushing out to other phones that you have covid i don't yeah i don't know well i don't know if that boy i don't know how that works that's what I'm saying. If it goes live, if you turned it on, right, mm-hmm. and if you had COVID, the whole point of this is so that if you have COVID, people around you will know that you have COVID. Now, here's where I think it gets tricky. I mean, it, without going too deeply into my work life, uh, I have done some work with some uh, privacy organizations in my day, mm-hmm. uh, doing some writing Steve's for Steve's a contract killer. Just yeah. put it out there, Steve. Steve's CIA. A I got the up. Listen, now I got to kill you, Pittman. And what that's do you know it. about Epstein? <laughs> he totally did not kill himself. But uh, wow, I'm derailed. So anyway, here's the thing, though. They, the fact that they did this without telling anybody is where I'm concerned because what that did was that allowed the conspiracy theorists out there to latch onto something to go, hey, look at this. This was put on your phone and you didn't know about it. People go to it and say, hey, it was put on my phone. I didn't know about it. This is now proof of the conspiracy. If they just said out front, we're doing this on Thursday, it's going on everyone's phone, it's not, and it's going to be X, Y, and Z, well, somebody probably still would have done a conspiracy theory, but it wouldn't have been this kind of like, like push that and happened. And that's exactly why I posted on Facebook, to get people riled up. Right, and go... <laughs> The fact that they did this without telling anybody, that's what created a little bit of the paranoia. Now, and, I, and I'll say this, you mentioned the HIPAA violation. They could have snuck it somewhere in the language where if you activate this, you are agreeing to the terms and conditions, which, by the way, nobody reads the terms and conditions. We know this. Nobody ever reads the terms and conditions. Yeah. So if I you agree, it... and if you, the bad way, you agree with it, then that technically waives your HIPAA rights because you're... Right. Acting into it. So, but go ahead, Pippin. Right. I'm sorry. From what I understand, you can't activate it yourself, though. It has to be activated by an outside entity or something. But that aside, what would you have done if you opened that up and it was active? That Obviously, everybody's not thinking about it because everybody's app was off. But let's just say you opened that on a whim. You saw somebody's Facebook post about this thing being on everyone's phone, and you opened that up and it was active. Then what? That's if why I, did, I don't like the idea that they can just push that, right? Well, if yeah, and if I didn't know anything about it and it just showed up, yeah, I'd probably be a little freaked. And think about how far it was buried. What other stuff have they pushed to your phone that you don't know about? Probably that, wasn't an app, that wasn't an app on your homepage. But, you know, no one really pays attention to what they push to your phone. I mean, we get updates all the time. We just accept them. We move on. I'm this auto is one of those, I don't even look at it. Yeah. Right. We, it's My something we don't. history is clean. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, they, we, they, we don't read the terms and conditions. We don't pay attention to what gets the updated. So, yeah, could they sneak something on? Yeah, but somebody out there, somebody out there who is paying attention, trying to come up with something, can come up with this, put it out on social media, and then people start paying attention, and it blows up like that. That's why advanced communication is important. Well, I, I, just like I will read terms and conditions from now on. Right. It, Nobody it, ever does. No. Just like to touch on what Steve said, too. Like, all of us just accept stuff. We just we download it to the phone. We click accept. We, we want to get into it, and that's fine. 
flashlight for instance a lot of phone people download flashlight apps flashlight apps are one of the biggest apps for permissions that the flashlight has nothing to do with nobody looks at those things though you just click accept accept and let it go but it's wild everything you put on your phone you need permission for the camera you need permission to record audio you need permission for this permission it's it, it really is wild the amount of stuff you have to allow these third-party apps into just to be on your phone mm-hmm. no it does it does get a little bit uh burdensome cumbersome i mean tiktok's a chinese app right now the politicians told us <laughs> <laughs> they're going to use our likeness i'm like go ahead and use my likeness what the hell would you use my ugly face for yeah anyone anyone who uh posts on facebook that whole screed about i do not give facebook the right my mom just did it the other day uh, first of all <laughs> yeah, look, terrible. i'm judging you if you're putting it up i'm totally judging you second of all who wants to see you know what do the russians want with the pictures of your dinner i mean what? come on I they don't like have but, my photoshopped head on Hulk Hogan's body. Feel free. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, hey, you start answering those quizzes. That's how the Russians steal elections. I'm telling you. It's like I'm seventy percent uh, this dad from uh, the Cosby Show, and uh, you know that's how the Russians get all your information. We know this. Snowden knows. Snowden, yeah. Speaking of the, the Cosby goat. Show. Speaking of the Cosby Show. Let's <laughs> how about that transition? Now I was about to say, Steve, I was about to say that was that was your th- that transition of the evening was brought to you by <laughs> And then by the way, Bill Cosby Bill Cosby's gonna get his case heard by the Supreme Court. Could Bill be free? The, the old boys oh, the what's it the old boys network still exists, eh, right? Who knows? Who knows? He did. I, the, the, he just did it. You know, like they're all creeps. Everybody in Hollywood is creeps. They're all doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, at least uh, enough of a mar with power. We right. were, we're seeing that. But yeah. uh, that it, that was actually going to transition to a topic in a very awkward way. Uh, we in honor of Father's Day, after Father's Day, since we are three dads ourselves, we were going to choose our three television dads, top television dads of our just our favorite three it doesn't necessarily have to be of our lifetime if you want to pick yeah. one from the 60s go nuts or something but yeah you know we were all going to give ours so steve why don't you go first and i you know i am going to go because no i'm gonna i am going to separate the art from the man because there was a time and you know look i believe bill's guilty i, I i'm glad he's oh, in jail man, I said that was a joke what <laughs> I was going Cliff Huxtable. <laughs> I was going to go Cliff Huxtable number one because the character was a great dad. You Just because you can wear sweaters now doesn't mean you have to pick him. <laughs> Jesus. Look, before, Bill, before we realized Bill was a scumbag, I was a huge fan. Clinton or Huxtable? Uh, are we, both. Are we talking about? Both, actually. Okay. <laughs> More so, more so Cosby, but uh, I, I, I was huge. Yeah, look, was the Cosby show not a great show? No, I mean, who did who who didn't like that show, right? Exactly. Um, it gave an opportunity to a lot of actors and actresses who wouldn't otherwise have had that chance. Um, you know, and, and it was just it was a funny show. Rudy was funny. You know, the whole concept was funny. Yes. Um, 
but he's a pretty shitbag of a human being. He's so. always, yeah. That's the I, Cosby's. Can we talk about Ghost Dad for a second? Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know if I ever saw that. No, oh, no one saw God. it. God. Okay. No one, no one saw it. <laughs> Man, you just call me a loser. <laughs> yeah, for not seeing Ghost Dad. I mean, maybe, I might have to go on Mike's side on this one. Come on, I'm just I'm trying to give the family some fuel here. <laughs> Le- Leonard, l- there's that in Leonard Part Six. That was pretty bad. I never saw it, but I know it was bad. We're just going obscure Cosby movies here, Mike. I know yeah. you have no so, idea what we're talking about. Have a pudding pop and move to your next one. <laughs> My next one, I am going to go with uh, Uncle Phil from, uh, yeah, because, you know, he took in Will Smith. He voluntarily took in Will Smith, so he offered to be a dad to, you know, a kid from West Philadelphia. How great of a dad is that? And he was an absolute pole shark. He hustled that dude. Yeah. Come on. It's an amazing dad. Now, I am torn on the third one because there's so many routes I could go. I'm, I actually was having trouble making a choice. I may just, I may just throw a curveball here and go with Fred G. Sanford. I thought you were going to say Fred Flintstone. Oh, well, yeah, or, you know, <laughs> that would work. But uh, Fred G. Sanford, just because of, of comedic purposes, and Sanford and Son is one of the greatest comedic shows with one of the best theme songs in television history. I will fight anyone who says otherwise. Yeah, it's a solid theme song. Really. Very Quincy Jones. So wow, there you go. I'll go. I'll go. Cl- I'll go. Cliff Huxtable. I'll go. Uncle Phil, and I'll go. Fred G. Sanford. Okay, Hitman. What do you got? Uh, I'm gonna start off with Tony Danza, who's the boss. Okay, I'm a fan. You know, it's funny. Okay. So, so my my daughter uh, is is a nine year old girl, about to be nine. She's eight, about to be nine year old girl. So she's emotional, right? So my mother in law, Coco Mona. And I crack up every time she calls her Mona. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I got Tony Danza. Then I'm going to go uh, Carl Winslow. Okay. I was, I was debating Carl Winslow. He was, okay. uh, I mean, he was definitely the fact that he was a phenomenal father. The dude survived the friggin' massacre at Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah. So he's been a cop like in 19 different things. Oh, <laughs> that's all he knows is the law. I, I thought for years, I just had, I didn't put I thought for years that really Carl Winslow was just Al Powell's actual life. Like they just took that character from Die Hard and just expanded it. I was hoping that's that they it. did. That would have been like yeah. a sick ending, like if if uh, what's his name, John McClane shows up on the last. Yeah, oh. matters. God, oh, that would have that would have been do like one Spitfire episode now and bring him in as like the guy. Yeah, like like he mistakes him for Al Pal. He's like, no, sorry, you got the wrong guy. Or something. <laughs> Just, no, you go, you go. Are you going Steve or Stefan Arkell? Ooh, ooh. No, I'm going for what? I mean, we they were two. They were kind of two different people. Going two different Stefan. I'm going, going Stefan. Stefan was definitely the cool one. Be true to yourself. I'm going the man. But Steve is the one who established the show. I mean, really, Urkel, Steve Urkel was the breakout character that made that show happen. Dude, he invented Steve a teleportation cheeks, bro. Steve is a legend. He was he was the Fonzie. Like Happy Days, like the breakout character that made the show. No, 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 no. Fonzie was getting it. Well, yeah. So did Steve and Stefan. Steve, Steve was not. Steve <laughs> was not that, 
in like like I don't know season whatever. There was that girl who was all sweating them. Oh yeah. Oh, what was her name? I don't I know. know he... I know the girl was sweating them. Yeah, she was. Oh yeah, she was pretty. She was sweating for a couple seasons though, wasn't she? Yeah. Meanwhile, he was sweating Laura the whole time. He was not able to see. Right. That girl worshipped the ground he walked on. And yet, Laura wasn't wasn't the one who became the porn star in real life. Who did? I didn't know that. The the young whatever her name was, the real young girl. Why is the younger be... sister always whacked out of her mind later? Oh yeah, yeah, Cindy Brady. Yeah, <laughs> Sweeten, right, the chick from uh, Full House. Oh yeah. man. Well, no, she's not the youngest one. No, I just Jody said younger. Sweet. I didn't say youngest. I said are younger. We counting oh. the Olsons. I mean, are the Olsons even human at this point? They're are like we counting them? At one point, yeah. They're billionaires Dude. for crying out loud. They're they're the smart ones. They didn't go for the uh, reboot. So uh, they need to buy about forty-five pounds each. So, uh, so if Danny Tanner is your third dad, no, 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 no. (laughs) Danny Tanner might be your third dad. Not me. (laughs) You're pointing at Hope. You're totally, you're totally pointing at Hope there. By the way, I'm not me because I'm not. You went, you went, Uncle Phil. Yes, I went hard left for my third TV dad. I'm going Will's dad. Oh wait a minute! Oh, you're good. That was. Uh... Sometimes you need tough love. This oh. guy's out here running the road, making money. Oh yeah. <laughs> Will. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm with uh, it. I can dig it. So should I jump into mine now? Wait a should I do it? Why don't he Dang. want me, man? <laughs> we totally shouldn't laugh at that. Let's We should because it actually—it's oh, great. It's phenomenal. <laughs> All right, Hope, you're on, man. All right, so so the 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 number three uh, dad or papa on my list is uh, Big Papa, aka Biggie Smalls. That's fair. <laughs> You're going TV dads. I guess did, you don't was watch he, did he actually have a son? He was on MTV. Well, okay, that counts. I guess. Did he did he actually have a kid in real yeah, life? I don't know. He's big papa. With Faith Evans, he had a oh. kid. Okay. I okay. So <clears throat> know your know your hip hop, Mr. DJ. Jeez, I know my I know my hip hop. I just wow. didn't know if he actually reproduced. I knew yeah. he was with Faith Evans. I knew he was Big Papa. I just wanted to know if he was actually a papa. So my, my second one, right, um, <laughs> I know that people have surpassed what was the record that he had at, at one time, mm. but he is the OG and therefore will always be one of my fantasy football names. My second dad is Sean Kemp, seven kids, six moms. <laughs> yes. Wow. When I, I got like ma- the year I got married, my fantasy football name was going for Kemp status. <laughs> man, and, oh man, the rain and, man. and my number one Pittman kind of went down the road I was going down. My number one dad is Andy's dad from Toy Story. Oh, did we ever see him? Nope. <laughs> that's, that's the point, Steve. Jesus. He was working. He was working. Uh, and what's great is like I, I Googled had to it. Fund see, it all. I Googled it to see like, and there's all kinds of theories. Some people are like, oh, he died of polio, right? And, <laughs> and, and the director was like, no, we just don't know where he was, basically. <laughs> he had COVID. Yeah. So Andy's dad from Toy Story is my number one. 
why am I the only one who ever takes this totally 100% seriously? Like, I always choose three by the Steve, box. Steve, you got to get out of the box sometimes. I know. I, I'm not out. good at this. I'm not good at this. And when you have to realize, like, I usually am proposing these lists because I have, like, these ridiculous ideas in my head for them already. <laughs> Which, by the way, I enjoy your ridiculous ideas highly. I mean, they take me in another direction. I just realized that I'm so straight-laced on this that I go, and Pittman goes down and then throws you the curveball. And you just well, that's throw. how you got to do it. Yeah, yeah. Pittman will throw two fastballs down the middle and then hit you up with the changeup. You are just throwing junk. I'm a knuckleballer. Yeah, you're a knuckleballer. We have this, you're freaking Jamie Moyer over here. Tim Huff, Char- Charlie Huff, Charlie Huff, <laughs> Charlie Huff. That's it. Can I give an honorable mention? Okay, Daddy Yankee, <laughs> Gasolina. I like. That's fair. It's we'll actually Daddy, Daddy Janky, Janky. <laughs> okay. Good man. Yeah. Wow. Also, I don't mention because he passed Sean Kemp, Antonio Cromartie. You know, if you, I, I can not mention him. I, I, I have to look up the numbers, but you want to talk about different thirteen and eight, thirteen and eight. I say I may have, to, I may have to Google the numbers now. Two uh, vasectomy. My old, uh, my favorite blues artist of all time, the king of the blues, B.B. King. Mm-hmm. I think it's about thirteen different kids from thirteen different women. Wow. That may nice. need to be fact checked, but it's double digits. Kings all, Kings. He, yeah, he just spent all of his life on the road, so he's just you know different women, di- different places, and he took care of all of them monetarily. The road he was on. What? What's that? It wasn't just the road he was on. No, he was on. He was on some back roads. He was on. He was on them all. <laughs> he was on but, the back of something. I don't know if it was a road. <laughs> Now, to his credit, financially took care of every single one of them. If they ever wanted to, like, reach out to him and said, hey, you know, I want to talk to you when you're in town. He always made time for him. He just wasn't there as their dad, like, you know, to be dead. He was a traveling musician his whole life. I was hoping you were going to tell me he was like the Carl Malone of blues. I was about to say he's the opposite of Carl Malone. (laughs) Yeah, he's exactly the opposite of Carl Malone. It's it's so funny. Like Carl Malone has this kid, it ignores him for a hundred years, mm. and then the kid becomes an NFL starting offensive lineman. And it's like, dude, like maybe you should ignore that kid. Like you could have got a little bit extra of that gravy train because that Utah Jazz money that wasn't good money, right? No. Or you could you could totally be like Tug McGraw. Your son becomes yeah. Tim McGraw. Die. <laughs> well, so that? they hate each other, right? Oh no! They 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 reconciled, and they ended on real good terms. They ended uh, with a great relationship. In fact, Tim McGraw was the one who appeared. Uh, it was a game one of the 2008 World Series, and threw out the first ball and threw some of Tug's ashes on the mound. Okay, uh, you know I do remember that. Now you say that, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and by the way, I just googled BB King, 15 kids, 15 moms. It would have been funny if you said 15 kids, 16 moms. Uh, that would have been great. That would have been phenomenal. <laughs> we just ended you, it right there. And I'll tell you, <laughs> by the way, the fight over his estate after he died is just a shit show. Absolute fucking shit show. I, I, I stopped following it. It's just I, I don't even know where they're going with it. But why, imagine, why were you following it? Because it got, it got on the news afterwards. Steve that they were, may be one of those 15. 
it's not, it's not out of the realm of possibility, and that, you know, would be epic if it was. But <laughs> it would explain my love of the blues, man. But uh, I'll tell you what, 50, you, you, you got to give it up to the man. Got to give it up. 15 women did. What's the age range on them kids, Steve? Oh, man. I See, I have to keep going. Uh, 15 kids from 15 women. I mean, uh, I don't know the age range. That's a career's work in itself, dude. Just yeah. make it up for a good story. They're Seriously. all they're all forty one. You, just said you got them. them from like seventy to twelve. It, it, it probably is. It probably is at least forties. This could 20s. be like your fake Slurpee facts from last week. Yeah, it could have right? been. It could have been. I didn't plan well. So. <laughs> Love you, Steve. Steve single-handedly puts three times more prep work than Pittman and I do into this show, and then we just rip him for his topics he brings up. (laughs) That's what we're here for, Steve. That's why I'm here. I'm here to set y'all up so you can knock them down. You are the assist king. John Stockton is gone. Jason Kidd is gone. You are the assist king. Just, Just, yeah, I'm Jason Williams, man. Not the one who killed someone. The good one. <laughs> That's a good. You want, you want to make that mistake. Good save, Steve. Good save. Come on now. So, Former uh, teacher, well, there is the one. There is the one that crashed the uh, motorcycle too, isn't there? Or is that Jay Williams? What's he go that was by? Jay. That was Jay. Okay. Yeah, that's Jay. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I think at Duke he was Jason, and when he went to the NBA, he specifically. That's why I was asking. Yeah, he, I think he became Jay when he got drafted to separate himself from the other two. Okay. And then he separated himself from a motorcycle. Yeah, he did definitely do that. All right. So I anyway, he's going to be. Yeah, but Duke players, man, they, they, like how many of them actually pan out? Dude, I still remember watching the game, the the championship at Duke. He got fouled on the three and missed the free throw, and they lost. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But that Duke is a good part, question. How many of them actually do pan out? Well, Zion still remains to be seen. Dude, he's like, I remember a few right years, now. a few, yeah, but that's all right. It worked well for Shaq. Yeah. Uh, a few years back, I remember reading something more or less that said uh, if you want to make the league, you go to Duke. If you want to win rings, you go to Carolina. I believe at that point in time, it was like the mid-teens somewhere as far as rings won from Carolina players versus maybe like two from Duke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's weighted by Jordan, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. But, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's What's interesting with Duke players is the ones who get drafted in the second round actually have more success than the ones who get drafted in the first round. Like, Boozer was a second-round pick. He had a great career. Yeah. You know? Maybe was, just, was it a great career, though? A dude got paid like three times, so he had a great career. The end, the end, you have two goals in the NBA, right? Obviously, goal number one is win A or multiple championships. But only 12 guys a year can do that. So goal number two is make absolutely as much money as you can. And for a second-round pick, that dude got paid. Mm-hmm. So who had more, then who had more successful career, him or Jerry Stackhouse? Him. Yeah. I think I, all, financially. Financially, him. I don't want to Boozer was a you good, so? good Boozer But didn't, good didn't, Sta- didn't Stackhouse get at least one ring out of the deal? Was that, he on that no, Stackhouse was a, No, I don't think so, was he? Didn't he ride didn't he ride the baggage cart with Miami? 
on the bench and, 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 and come in. 12th man on either Miami or the Pistons. Yeah, he. I think he got something out of that. Now I'll, I'll go to the Google. Now he's the what hot coach. Mavs? He's the hot coaching candidate now. There's rumors like at the Sixers fire yeah. um, Brett Brown. He's one of the names being tossed out there. I, well, I literally have not heard that. Do you know what my favorite Jerry Stackhouse thing is? And that is? So, remember Sneaker Stadium? Sneak? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. So Sneaker Stadium opens like a five minute walk from my house. And like Sneaker Stadium, if you remember, the big thing to it was they had a basketball. Wait, 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 wait. Did you walk or drive? I took the tram car. My man. So Sneaker Stadium had a basketball court inside the store. So we would go up there okay. and play basketball all the time in the store, right? Well, they had this giant, like I'm talking 30 foot by 40 foot banner of jerry stackhouse in the fila spaghetti mids um the advertisement because he was like the first fila yeah <laughs> he got fila money. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, actually so- when i think about it because like fila probably paid him stupid money to be with them that might have put his career earnings past boozers well so i'm just look at a stereo- jerry stackhouse you gotta remember numbers. the error too though stupid money back then <laughs> was different than stupid money at the tail end of Boozer's career. That's yeah. fair. That's fair. And I'm, I'm going to say, for first of all, uh, it looks like Stackhouse did not get a ring, so I fact-checked myself. Should have put a ring on it. He, he just missed. But let's see. Career, 16.9 points per game. Yeah, not terrible. He's like a two-time All-Star, too, isn't he? Yeah, two-time, yeah. All, two-time All-Star. Yeah, all-rookie first team. And, you know, mm. I... I thought Stackhouse was going to be the star for the Sixers, and I I was disappointed that didn't. So work did they? Out. Yeah, I remember a Kobe story. Now, before Kobe was drafted, the Sixers used to use him to play against their potential draft picks. They'd bring yeah. him in to work out. Mm-hmm. And I remember a story back when I believe Stackhouse was an All American junior or senior. And then they brought him in for a workout. It had to be senior. They brought him in for a workout, and Kobe totally demolished him as like a 17, 16-year-old kid. Yeah, because Kobe was drafted in 97, right? Yeah, 96, 97. And so Stack was, what, two years before that draft, right? I believe. Yeah, because yeah. Stack and then Iverson and then Kobe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So. I totally. Know. Totally doesn't surprise me that that Kobe would eat Stack's lunch, right? Yeah, <laughs> totally doesn't. And I, I was at Stack's first game in the Spectrum, and then I thought he was going to be a star. And then, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> well, I mean, he just didn't mesh with Iverson, right? Like the, the their right. they, their skill sets didn't mesh. Do you remember who he traded Stackhouse for? Oh man, I could probably I, I've got his Wikipedia up. It's probably no, no, no. I'll give you some clues and see if you can guess. We. We traded them for two players. I already know the answer, so I am not going to say it. I'm going to let Pittman get it. Okay. Do you remember who we traded them for two players? One I of those don't. two. One of those two players went to Temple. One they were. Those, they were both uh, on the O. They were both on the O one Eastern Conference Championship team. Not in, well, well, well. One of them got traded midseason. That is true. You're right. No. Oh yeah, he did. Oh God. 
Dude, you're like, I get this? you had six or season tickets longer than I did, man. You're a fraud. Come dude, on. Dude, I know. I know. Hey, I still have the freaking banner that flew outside the building. You want me to give you the answer? Yeah, well, why not? Aaron McKee. Oh, my God. I should have known and, that. And now that I tell you that, do you remember who the second guy was? Traded midseason on the run for, for Matumbo, Theo Ratliff. Oh, my God. All right, now let's go even deeper. Who who was traded with Stackhouse in that deal? It was a two for two. Oh, did someone go with Stackhouse? Yes, he did. <sighs> it's in the Wikipedia article, so it has to be true. Can you give me a position? Uh, another center. Was it Montross? Sean it Bradley. Was, it was Eric Montross. There you go. Boom. Yeah. Eric Montross and Jerry Stackhouse for Theo Ratliff, Aaron McKee, and future considerations, whatever like, those were. That era of basketball was like my absolute wheelhouse. I used to have a binder, right? And you know how like a binder of cards has like three rows of three? Mm-hmm. So I would have a card for every starting lineup in the NBA. The top row would be the two guards. The middle row was the center in the middle. And then the bottom row was the two forwards. And I had every starting line, every, I had I had a binder. And like if somebody got like benched, I would like pull his card out and pull another guy's card in. Oh man, that's a total. Uh... <laughs> Dude, I love the NBA. I was I, like my dad, like because the Sixers are terrible. He's like, I don't feel like watching them. So I'd be like, in the basement by myself watching like Damon Stoudemire and Allen Iverson. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's what you were doing in the basement. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> he had a different binder in the basement. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> Wow, that feels like the note to end on. We've been going over an hour, and I said that that was an, that was a strong one right there. It's a a finisher, if you will. Yeah, that was the finisher. I'm calling it on on the binder call. All right, boys, another good pod, I think. Thank you for uh, the post uh, Father's Day pod. Straight Shout out, Amy, for making an appearance towards the end of the pod. But I I cut you off there. Say that again. Shout out Sammy for making an appearance. Oh yeah, you pod. saw that in the background. I was I was dealing with a, a Sammy issue. Yes. Yeah, what people don't know is like we record these at our house, so like randomly we'll have our kids like come in, yeah. and then you'll hear two of us dominate the conversation for a while. It's because we're dealing with parent stuff. Yes, I, I I gave the talk amongst yourselves signal, and then they took it from there. But uh, I have to put the uh, the timer well, on. Life on life terms. Yes. He came in. He came in to say to me because you know we put the timer on for when it's time for him to go upstairs. He's got 15 minutes left, so we actually came in tonight to request that I put the timer on, which is the first because usually he's like he doesn't give a damn. I thought he was coming in to fact check you. He might, yeah, he might have been. That that, that'll be next time. He'd be like, (laughs) Steve's got a live audience at his house. Yeah, it's like (laughs) that. It's like, Dad, why chips aren't at the bodega? <laughs> I want, I want Sammy's review of wrap snacks. Oh, I'll, I'll bring a bag home for him. He'll probably love them. Although he doesn't like anything with too much flavor, that that might actually have a little too much kick for him. But you never know. We'll see. I want. To, There's I, another yeah. one that's all right too, though. Is this, is this Some of them are spicy. No, there's one with uh, ranch or something. Ranch something. I don't. That's a pretty good one too. Okay, I wasn't sure whether to because I saw a sour cream one. I wasn't sure whether to go with that. I felt like cheddar barbecue was the play. That's my that's my go to. Those there's another. I believe there's two different Cardi B flavors. 
There's a jalapeno honey one, I think, too, right? Yeah, I don't do that one. I go for the one you grabbed. Okay. Maybe I'll do the jalapeno also, honey one. If you get a chance to hit an absolute real bodega, Steve, I mean, like, you scratched the surface, so now, like, you're yeah. ready. You're okay. going to get knee-deep and down in a dirty bodega where you can get your car wash, water ice, chips, a full <laughs> meal, liquor, all that, right? Yeah, I need that because, no, there was no yeah. liquor involved. There was, yeah, we need, we need to. Oh, yeah. uh, if you can't, if, listen, done. if you can't go in the back room and get a shot at a bodega, it's not a real bodega. Gotcha. Okay, so help me out here. What do I need to but, get to? Well, you're going to need somebody to know somebody. You can't just go to a place like that on your own. Oh, I, oh, okay. It's, well, you must know like, somebody. It's like a speakeasy. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you walk through the door with the abracadabra, there's no chance you're getting a shot. You might get <laughs> shot. Not the one you want. Yeah. Yeah, I thought you were just going to go the, to like, okay, go ahead. The Rap Snacks also has noodles. This is where I was going. I was looking for the noodles. They didn't have the wrap snack noodles there. They just had straight ramen. Bro, I found them down here, and I will ship them to you if you're interested. They I actually interested. are pretty good. Yes, I am interested. By the way, did you find the Slurpee that we sent you out to look for, or did you not get it? I have not found it. You know what? It's funny you say Slurpee, because she took the kids to the park today to wear them down for the pod, and she came home with Slurpees for everyone. Doesn't that kind of... Uh you know, negate the whole purpose of wearing them down. You just sugar them back up. Nah, because then they sugar yeah, crack. I mean, oh, okay. right. It depends on when you give it to them. That's what she said. Nah! <laughs> Ender, we're done. Drop the hammer. Good night, everybody. Serbia, we love you. We love you, Serbia. Peace. Adios.
bitch, I really miss my rank like Stoy Yakovich All in your face so you can talk about it Changing the game, no more kicking knowledge Ball made flow when they say I'm so stylish And I always make a point cause they say I'm so valid When I cross over the game, you know I aim high Know I'm coming for everything, I can't lie They say I changed the game and I'm the same guy First class when I fly, you on standby I been in my bag, you didn't think I lost my mind I ain't got no time for talking, shorty Please don't waste my time, always no cap We've all got secrets. <laughs> That's a good one, mate. A lot of people won't tell, tell you their uh, closed secrets because they might be still in the closet. <laughs> Anyhow, I hope you're having a bit of fun with that, mate. <laughs>